Well, welcome to another Care Home Management Magazine podcast. Uh, this is a very special one. It's a Care Home Awards uh, special. Uh, Care Home Management Magazine is the official media partner of the Care Home Awards. And as always, our podcast is sponsored by myaco.com, learning and employee engagement made easy. And thank you to them for their continued support. Uh, with me are uh, Elsa Cahoon. She's our editor of the magazine and also Alan Rustad, who obviously presents the podcast with me. My name is Steve Hemsley. I'm the publishing editor of Care Home Management Magazine. Now, Elsa and Alan, welcome. Um, I couldn't make the awards this year, but uh, you were both there, and it sounds like it was a fantastic time. Um, Elsa, do you have a good time there? Yes, I did have a great time at the awards, Steve. Um, It's a really bubbly, glitzy, glam event, um, and it's great to see some of the better-known and also some of the lesser-known care home operators, actually. Um, Some familiar faces from last year. Um, The close care home, Sanjay, uh, was one of those, and um, it was great to see him again. And Alan, uh, you were there, obviously, and you got a few, um, some good interviews. Who did you manage to speak to? Yes, during the course of uh, this uh, podcast, we'll be talking to, first of all, a lady called Rachel Beckett, who comes from Wellburn Care Home. She only took over the business from her father, actually, uh, a year or so ago, and they picked up a couple of awards, and uh, she was thrilled by that all the way down from Newcastle-upon-Tyne, so that was encouraging for her. We'll also be talking to Steve Ellis. Uh, He's from Legal & General. Legal & General now getting very involved in the care home and the home care market. We'll be talking to him about them because they were the headline sponsors of the awards. And we'll also be talking to Matthew Davis. He's the man who created the awards, he organises the awards, and uh, getting his view on the awards now that are three years old. Right, and yeah, and, and Matthew's very keen to say about how these awards really do celebrate great care excellence in our industry and sort of push the bar higher and higher every every year. Um, Elsa, how important are these awards? And, and obviously we, we do support it uh, as a media partner. I mean, what, what does it say and, and why is it important that awards like this sort of take place? I'm a great believer in awards like this. Um, I mean, in in the care home world, there's so much care home bashing goes on. Um, and yes, it's right and proper to expose poor practice. But when it's all you read about it, it makes you think that that's all the sector is. And it's and it's really not. Um, there's some absolutely fantastic practice out there, some fantastic care that uh, is offered to residents. And it's really great to be able to highlight that in awards such as these. Right. And what was... Um... What were your highlights? And obviously, Care UK did very well. I mean, Alan obviously interviewed one of the winners. Uh, what, what, do you, what did you sort of take from the awards? What's really nice about the awards is the fact that uh, there are separate awards for for uh, multiple operators, chain care homes, as well as the independents. Um, I mean, they are very different beasts and they have very different challenges. Um, but the chains, you know, they have they have to create um, a synergy. They have to create standardised practice um, across perhaps a wide range of locations with very different demographics. And, uh, you know, and, and equally, they have to be able to take their standardised offering, but also tailor it to the local population so that people actually get the care that they want and they need yeah I mean Alan the individual care homes they're, they're the ones in it obviously they're competing with some of the big chains and I mean is it harder being an independent care home in, in this sort of market I think in many cases it is because uh, there is obviously power in numbers and uh, you know you get Valerie Manor and uh, you get the likes of the Care UKs who win a lot of awards and uh, uh, use it as a big badge to uh, demonstrate uh, how they care about their residents even though they're, they're a big operation what I liked about these Care Home Awards, and I have ever since it was started, is the kind of nice informality about it. It's not a stuffy 
black tie do? I think the whole plan was to make it a lunchtime affair rather than a black tie evening affair. And that allows care homes to bring staff down for the day, wherever they're from, uh, to take part in it so that staff get involved. Sometimes they've even brought along residents to get involved as well. So there is a kind of informality about it while still having, uh, you know, the the uh, the great news of being a, a winner uh, in the only awards for the specifically for the care home sector. Yeah, excellent. And, and what I always like about awards is the specialist awards, the, the, uh, the, the particular categories. I know, for example, there was the best for, nu- best for, nu- for nutrition, food and dining experience. And obviously in care home management, we cover nutrition quite a lot. And I think Ferndown Manor, uh, KUK's Ferndown Manor sort of won that one. They have these come dine with us sessions and, and whatever. I mean, Alan, th- these sort of individual areas of, of care home and care, uh, nutrition or sporting facilities, it's important, isn't it, that those particular parts of care are recognised. Very important indeed, because I know that uh, you go into any care home, the big event of the day is lunch. Uh, <laughs> it's when the residents all get together. It's the big social event of, of the day in many cases. And that is important. Things like sports and, uh, and entertainment, again, very important. You've got to keep people active as much as you can if they want to take part. It is, after all, their home. Mm. Uh, they are living at their home. So that's important. And I know Matthew Davis made the point also that we've got a good range of categories in the awards these days, but he's also always interested to hear of other categories that maybe have been missed out and if he says you know he's got very much an open door that if anybody does have any idea for new categories he's well prepared to listen yeah i might be putting you on the spot here elsa but i mean from your experience al allen's i mean is, is there a category you think that's sort of uh, conspicuous by its absence so mental health is really in the news at the moment um it's a big issue in the in the general population and it's also a big issue in the residential population it affects young and old people and it really does require specialist care Uh, so it'd be great to see an award that actually recognised that and applauded good practice in that speciality. Uh, So Elsa just finally thank you for joining us about the awards but the new issue the July August issue is out imminently Uh, what can people expect? In the July August edition edition, um, we're taking a look at mental capacity um, that we've learned that uh, the new uh, liberty protection safeguards are coming in from the 1st of October 2020 so we've got about a year now for care home managers to to get their heads round the implications of, of the change in the mental capacity legislation uh, and what it means for them. Um, there are some significant changes and uh, it's it's been really good to have a feature from a specialist, um, cha- a specialist barrister's company that um, have been dealing with liberty protection safeguards and the de- deprivation of liberty safeguards that preceded them. Um, I took a visit up to the Fed uh, Heathlands village in Manchester um, they're one of the this year's new teaching care homes and uh, they're doing a fabulous job. Lots of work in integration. So look out for that. You're listening to the Care Home Management Magazine podcast. So let's take a look at some of those winners. And one of the biggest winners as a group overall were KUK. And not surprisingly, Steve found their Managing Director of Residential Services, Andrew Knight, in pretty happy form. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were delighted. I mean, it's always lovely to get uh, recognition, for, uh, particularly when it's external recognition for things that, uh, that we know we do as an organisation. The big award you won was Best Care Home Group uh, for uh, providers with more than 50 homes. Well done on that. And there are, um, aren't there particular challenges when you run a big group and getting that right? And uh, you do have your fulfilling lives approach to quality of care. And I, that was mentioned by, um, by the judges. Tell us about all of that. 
Yeah, I think there's there's always there's always challenges. I mean, I think in the sector everybody knows the challenges that we have. But I think I think really what we've tried to do is just focus on what what really matters, which to us is the quality of our care uh, and how well we care for residents that happen to live in our homes. And you mentioned fulfilling lives. I mean, it's a it's something that's very important to us as an organisation. You know, our vision itself is to enable our residents to lead fulfilling lives. We embarked uh, on our Fulfilling Lives program about three to four years ago, and we've just been gradually adding uh, new dimensions to it. It, it basically covers uh, areas such as, you know, leadership and the, the work that we've done with the University of Worcester around our leadership training and our dementia champion approach. Uh, and for a large group, you know, we, we're obviously trying to do the right thing in, in every single home, but we mm. probably have, you know, the resource to enable uh, us to tie up with people like the University of Worcester and really think about our training and development. And also a really key element has been our, our dining with dignity work, and which is really our approach to all hospitality, but really around, you know, looking at dementia and, uh, and the dignity of which we provide food. Uh, focusing on modified diets and dysphagia, snacking and hydration. I suppose a lot of what you're talking about there, Andrew, is consistency, having that consistency approach, but still individual approach for every home and and making life better. And and you mentioned food there and, and Ferndale Manor, one of your winners, for one best for nutrition food and dining experience uh is it right then is that it by getting that consistent approach but still not losing that individuality yeah i think it's a balance isn't it i mean we we, we absolutely want consistency across kind of the the basic elements of care that, that we provide uh and we want to step up our game which you know we've been successfully doing over the last three to four years but i think more than that it's it's adding the creativity and innovation on top of some some basic standards and training and development. So, yeah, you mentioned Ferndown Manor. I mean, Ferndown Manor has taken uh, kind of nutrition and dining to, to kind of a new level in terms of, uh, you know, the more creative things that, uh, that Janet and the team with, with Scott the Chef are doing at Ferndown Manor around, you know, inviting people into Ferndown Manor just to join our, our residents and colleagues that, that may be a little bit isolated in their own communities. So really, you know, they do a come dine with me event where they invite uh, invite local pe- local older people in the community to come to to our home to have uh, lunch or dinner. Uh, we also, you know, have greenhouses where uh, we're growing our own veg, and uh, and obviously, you know, our residents that have done that throughout their lives, getting involved in that and getting involved in everything from growing the veg to the to the food preparation. And that fulfilling lives also includes outdoor activities such as sport and leisure. And I know you had a high count commendation for Sherwood Grange, didn't you? Uh, what? How important is that side of things, the outdoor and the activity and the physical side, when it comes to uh, fulfilling lives? Yeah, I think I think it's thinking about um, you know what's you know what's best for our, our residents. We we spend a lot of time thinking about the life story of our residents within each of our homes and getting relatives involved in, in kind of you know what what have our residents done throughout their lives. So so that may be that uh, our residents have very, been very active in, in sports over the years or uh, outside activities. So it's really thinking about you know how. How we actually provide that within within our home. I mean, one thing that uh, that Rick has done is, you know, it's a granting of residents' wishes as well. We, you know, like many like many homes across the UK, we we have a resident wish uh, program, so a resident can can you know ask for whatever they would like to do. 
Uh, and Rick has been very proactive in in making sure that uh, we're delivering to residents' wishes and tying to the life story of the resident. And finally, what about the event itself? It's always a great lunch, a great social occasion. Did you all enjoy yourselves? Do you know, the worst thing about it, Steve, is, uh, <laughs> you know, at, at this event where we uh, we won uh, quite a few awards, you know, four, four awards, and we were highly commended in uh, in four awards. Yeah. This was an event that I couldn't be at because I had a prior a prior commitment. I mean, the team themselves had, had a wonderful time, and, uh, and obviously many of my direct team were, were there hosting, um, hosting all of our teams that were were nominated uh, for the awards and uh, and yeah the you know, they obviously had a fantastic time it was great great to to, to win and have uh, four highly commended awards too but but I think importantly you know they've got a lot out of talking to other people in the sector and sharing ideas so that's Andrew Knight from KUK. I spoke to another award winner, a first-time award winner, and that's Rachel Beckett from Wellburn Care Homes. She was highly delighted, of course. Well, Rachel, congratulations on the awards. Two awards. Thank you. Uh, was this the first time you've entered? It is, yes. The first time since I took the business on four years ago. My father took part in a few awards previously, but this is the first one for me and my new team. So, yeah. And it must be a big thrill, I should imagine, to pick up two awards first year. Oh, it's fantastic. It's just lovely to get the recognition for the team, so much hard work that goes on jointly. So, yeah, I'm really proud of them. That's great. What made you decide to enter? I took the business on four years ago, and I didn't feel that I was ready to put myself forward. And, and I think there was a lot of reshuffling, new team, lots of new, new strategies that we were coming up with. So I had to let sort of things really settle and get embedded in. And now really, really positive about what we're doing, but lots of fantastic initiatives. And the pantry being one of the, the, award, the ones that won the award this evening, we're rolling that across um, the rest of the 14 homes. And the Wellburn Post is something that I was very passionate about, right from the square dots. We're on our 16th edition now. Each time I do one, it's... Uh, I think that's the best one yet and it just gets better so yeah no it's great we were ready we were ready for it and it's a lot of hard work I can imagine this gives a bit of a, a fillip to all everybody working for you it does yes and it's nice to see I wish I'd, I wish I bought more people now it's nice to hear you know all the cheers and watch other people and uh, and some of the care home groups tonight that have won it's it's nice it's it's good for the team yes there's team a, right. a feel-good factor about it all absolutely yes I'll definitely be entering more next year. Well, that's my last question. <laughs> you know, we're going to see you again next year. Absolutely, yes. Here and, and hopefully across other platforms as well. So. Well, well done, and I hope it's a good trip home to Newcastle. Thank you very <laughs> much, yes. Hopefully we'll catch that train. <laughs> After the awards, I caught up with uh, Andy Foster. He's a maintenance manager at uh, Cornerstone Healthcare Group. They picked up the prize for the Best Facilities Management and Maintenance Team uh, Award. Um, Andy was there to collect it, and uh, uh, Cornerstone won it for a, a innovative uh, wristwatch systems uh, initiative they put in place to help with uh, make uh, seizure monitoring uh, much easier and also some mattresses to uh, decrease fire risk and the number of um, uh, pressure sores to uh, residents andy thank you uh, well done uh, so uh, what did you win for in regards to the sensor watches for the epilepsy what it was is we were finding that there was a hell of a lot of breakages within the within the business so we and for the maintenance guys to keep going back and repairing the parts and then obviously having the risk of our residents being without the kit obviously waiting for parts and everything else so myself and the team looked at it and decided that there's something there had to be something on the market that we could benefit from so we've done some research looked at lots and lots of different companies and products on the market 
not necessarily in the care industry, but like hospitals and private mm. sector. And um, we came up with this epilepsy watch, which means that the resident was could wear this watch throughout the day, so being covered 24 hours a day, rather than just having it on once they're in bed in the in an evening. Obviously, the the greater the greater span of being able to check them, monitor them and give them a better quality of life was the idea behind it. And as I understand it, it wasn't just a care benefit. There was a business benefit as well. It was, there was um, a massive saving throughout the year, potentially saving the company a lot of money throughout the year with, to stop the breakages. But right. being the, so from a business aspect, it was a, it was a, it was a good all-rounder. And the award was also for some uh, mattresses, the replacement mattresses to decrease fire risk and pressure sores. Uh, tell us about that. Well, what it was, um, we, we again, from the maintenance point, we were revisiting airflow mattresses way too often in regards to the uh, maintenance of them. Found these mattresses on the market. Again, we put into place, we trialled two different types of mattresses and we reduced um, our pressure sores within the home massively. But also from a benefit of maintenance, we reduced the cost from not having to have um, maintenance on core on the product. Um, our residents were having a lovely night's sleep, nice and comfortable, but also from a health and safety aspect. As you know, fires fed with oxygen. We, we reduced the risk of away from our um, causing our residents harm as well by looking at um, eradicating and getting rid of um, the mattresses. Well, congratulations for winning the award, which uh, is for like all these sort of awards, not just for you and your team, but for the whole uh, the whole group. Yeah, I would never never would have said it was my award. <laughs> it's always about the team. I'm a great believer. Is I'm doing my job on a day to day basis, and if that means I'm improving our residents, our business, then then that's my reward. Well, obviously you had fun at the awards. It's always a great, uh, great lunch, a great occasion. Were there many of you there? Yeah, we, we had a great time. I say we had, uh, we had some cover right across the business. So the whole of the maintenance team, we had our CEO, Johan was there. We had finance team. We had some domestic teams. We had laundry. We had everybody from the business right across. So it was a great day and it was a great way to interact with other departments as well. Absolutely. And, and just finally, what would your message be to other care home owners, providers who maybe haven't thought about entering these, uh, these awards? Uh, would you recommend they do so? From a recognition standpoint, I would say if for other companies out there, they, they need to put themselves in that situation to be there. It's an amazing day. Welcome to the wonderful world of MyAco. At MyAco, we're committed to developing the tools to make managing your business simpler. Whether your goal is to revolutionize your training program, reduce your staff turnover, improve employee communications, or simply to save time on your tasks each day, MyAco is here to help 24-7, whenever and wherever you are. Sales at myaco.com 01202 806 000.
Well, I'm glad to be talking to Zoe Fry. She's the owner and manager of Valerie Manor and they won the best individual care home 2019. Um, congratulations, Zoe. You must be really pleased. Was it uh, a bit of a surprise? We were very surprised to win. It was, it was, um, we were all very chuffed. We took 20 staff along and the, the residents and staff were all so, so happy to, to get especially the best individual care home again this year. It was amazing. Yeah, congratulations. Now, the judges were talking about um, how you've sort of overcome sort of challenges as an independent care home at and, and that there are different challenges, as a lot of our listeners will know, but also the importance of being a, a family and, and across the staff and residents. Um, what's the secret to your success? And is that whole sort of family element, is that really important? Um, I think so. I think it's quite unusual. We're only a 23-bedded home and um, my husband and I um, run the home. I'm the registered manager. And the staff, they're all one big family. We actually have a waiting list of staff. Um, And the residents and the relatives, I think it's not just they know the staff very well. They actually know each other very well. Um, Even when a resident leaves us, um, we invite families back and actually they socialise in the community. So it's it's a real community event. We even brought our local pharmacist to the awards as well. So it's not just the home, it's about involving the local community, which I think is so lovely. Well, that's very interesting to know you have a waiting list for, for staff. And I suppose that is a, a great reflection on, on what you do and, and your whole culture. I think so. I think I think we like to look after our staff. We've even got a waiting list of, of trained nurses. Um, we provide things like counselling for staff um, on a one-to-one basis or a, a group basis. I think people underestimate how hard um, it is working in a care home. Um, and I think to support the staff um, to make sure that their their mental health as well as their physical health is supported, I think is really really important. And just quickly about your other honour, a high commendation in the communication award. I, I see you write a weekly blog uh, do you ever have any trouble knowing what to write about yeah I, I find it really easy um we, we love taking photos here so all the activities whether it be a staff activity a team building exercise staff training or whether it's a resident activity we take lots of photos and then and then we write up a summary on that which i think is really lovely for people who don't live locally to see what's going on at the home and just finally a bit about the awards themselves always a great time to invite other people you invited your pharmacist which is very very nice um and to get everyone together for a bit of a social occasion and uh, and congratulate yourselves on some great care. Yeah, I, th- I think it means so much. We actually took 20 people along um, and that was a combination of housekeepers, chefs, care staff and nurses. And then what we've done since we've come back, we've organised a big barbecue. We've invited staff and their fa- families along to celebrate with the residents and their relatives. And we've actually got a residence meeting actually this morning um, to celebrate as well. So we haven't just celebrated with the people that we take along, we're bringing it back to the home as well. Five and a Bike specialise in working with care providers to increase occupancy rates and showcase your homes using remarkable video tools and emotive case studies. Having worked with some of the top care providers in the UK, we understand your challenges and can take the complication out of creating video content. We're running a special offer of 10% off your first video tour, so call 01494 868 409 to speak to one of our experienced production team or email us on office at fiveandabike.com. Well, the headline sponsor at the Care Home Awards this year was Legal and General Retirement Living Solutions. And their CEO, Steve Ellis, presented some of the awards and afterwards told me why Legal and General were getting involved. So when we ask people about who are Legal and General, what we typically hear is, oh, you're the insurance company. And I like to describe us as, and we also do insurance. 
So we do insurance. Uh, we're also the UK's ninth biggest house builder. Uh, one in four mortgages in the UK, I think, uh, come through legal in general. We have something like 50 billion of uh, pension funds or annuity business, which um, means that if you don't currently have a pension legal in general, um, you probably will have in the next five years. You know, some of the challenges faced by the UK care market right now, I mean, I watch the Panorama programme the same as everybody else. And I see, you know, what the, social, the social paper, the green paper that we've all been waiting on for a long time. Um, and there, obviously there are lots of challenges and then if you couple that with the demographic data that everybody looks at, right, one in four of the population are over the age of 65 now, you know, that's where all the growth is coming over the next, you know, by whatever it is, 30, 40 years, by 2040, that population will have doubled. And I think the 18 to 40 population segment will have only grown by 3 or 4% or something outrageous. You know, this is, this is a real problem for the UK to face. We talk about the ageing population. That's not other people, that's us. That's yes. everybody right now. When you add all of that stuff together, when you add the slow money and you think about all the different parts of legal in general as a group, building houses, affordable housing, technology, and then you look at the care home market where one and a half million of our customers already are over the age of 65 and we've got another eight million customers who are not over 65 but are really beginning to worry about what that might look like. And it's absolutely a market that we need to find a way to try and help support. Um, and to engage in, and, and that's really um, the starting point. So, I mean, for me, um, personally, I've been given this challenge <laughs> slash opportunity yes. for the group uh, three months ago. Um, and really, the, the challenge from the group board is, um, is you know, the same challenges um, any of the, the business leaders get from legal in general. You know, number one is, how are you going to build a business that the group can be proud of? Uh, how are you going to positively disrupt to give consumers better outcomes than the ones they get right now and because we're not a charity how are you going to make a reasonable reasonable is an important word uh, a reasonable return for the efforts of the group we believe very strongly in our bones actually in, in a phrase our group CEO Nigel Wilson calls um, uh, inclusive capitalism um, we believe that we can deploy our funds make a reasonable return and inclusively solve problems uh, you don't get to do one without the other uh, in the group but, but we we um, we believe passionately in those challenges and, and that for me is my entry into the market and this, is, and this is very much a kind of feel-good occasion, presumably ideal for you to get involved with. Yeah, so, so it's great because I think um, as an outsider to the industry, to, to, the, to the care industry coming in, you, you get coloured by what you hear on panel. I mean, you know, you, know, you know in your heart that actually being in, in insurance for a number of years... Um, in all kinds of different insurance. You know that at the grassroots, there are lots of people working really hard and delivering great services for customers. But actually, all you ever hear is the big stick, um, you know, the big stick stories in the panorama or on the news, wherever. And, and that can't be what's going on on a day-to-day basis. It can't. So coming here actually gives me, a, you know, a new sense of focus and, and a new energy because there are good stories going on everywhere in this industry and that's the stuff we really need to find a way to, to get out and change the debate about care in the UK. Um, to, to be much more positive. And I think there's a, there, you're right. I mean, people day in, day out are, are being celebrated at an occasion yeah. like this. Uh, is that going to mean that you're going to be involved with it uh, going forward for future years, do you think? So, yeah, absolutely. So, so um, not just these awards, but, but others. Um, these ones are focused largely on care homes. Yeah. Um, and one of the, one of the, 
you end up when you start a job like this, you end up collecting interesting stats. And I think I think one of the ones um, that I that I've heard and I believe is that the UK actually needs one new one and a half new care homes for, for 21 years to keep up with demographics. So so yes, this is important. But also alongside that, we're keen to support the care at home market as well. So not just these awards, but other awards, and particularly where they're celebrating people giving care to individuals and, and have got good stories to tell we're very we're, as a group we're, we're very keen to be part of that so we can expect to see plenty more of legal in general around the uh, the care home and the elderly care market these days uh, absolutely so yeah no absolutely over the course of over the next uh, few months we've been pulling our strategy together you should expect to see us uh, talking much more purposefully about the care market trying to add our voice to you know to um, what you see in the press and what you hear politically as well where we can um, we have a business already, CareSource, that we're invested in, and there'll be other opportunities for us to talk about businesses that we're trying to support. So you should you should start seeing us much more joined up and much more active in the sector, and just hopefully slightly less time on stage for me awards. <laughs> getting all, ordered about by Alan Dedico. <laughs> Five awards. Who, who knew? Certainly not me. So. <laughs> we'll look forward to seeing you again next year, but thanks very much indeed, and good luck for the future. Thank you very much for your time. Much appreciated. Good to meet you. For daily care home news, visit chmonline.co.uk. Well, once the excitement of the awards had died down just a little bit, I managed to catch up with the organiser and the creator of the awards, Matthew Davis. So tell me, Matthew, I mean, Care Home Awards Year 3, how, how do you feel this has gone this year? Well, I think um, you were here today, Alan, and you know that you were here the first year we ran it. And there was a, um, a sense of anticipation in the first year that we did it. People didn't quite know what to expect. Last year when we ran it, it was, uh, there was much more of a buzz when people were in reception. However, the numbers of people who came last year were fewer than this year. And so there was a certain emptiness about the reception space. This year, when I walked out into the reception, it was, the hubbub was quite noticeable it was remarkable and there was very definitely a sense of we know what these awards are we know what they're for um we know why we're here today and we really hope we win we win something and that's i think that's that's bodes well for the future it really does i'm I'm sure it does because it seems to have built up its own momentum if you like and i think it's this peer pressure thing that comes into play uh in my remarks at the head of the show i said um that I'd enjoyed learning about leapfrogging again. And it's true that this year we saw people who had entered in 2017 entering again, still at a very high calibre, but they'd been leapfrogged by people who hadn't done so well in 2017, who brought in new thinking, new initiatives, new projects, all sorts of things, and have, have suddenly transformed the awards again. And now we've got a whole different set of winners this year, although there are some repeats, you know, Tanglewood are back, Care UK picked up a few more this year than they did last year. Um, but it's nice to see some new ones appearing on the scene as well. Especially the new ones like the Marburg Centres. Yes, I mean, there's some real quality now. The yeah. bar is definitely being raised year on year. They're good news stories for, the, for a sector that takes a hell of a battering. It does, and it does recognise that day in, day out, there's an awful lot of good people out there doing a terrific job. That's encouraging. So, I mean, you've got new sponsors on board, of course, with Legal and General. That must have been important to you. Um, It was hugely important and a really pleasant surprise. Talking to Steve Ellis from LNG, it's very much an area that they're very much committed to. Oh, yeah, it seems they really are committed to it. Mm. And, of course, they've made the investment in Care Saucer. So... They're now acting in almost an advisory capacity as well as in a 
a fund, you know, as a, a funds provider. So it's it's an interesting mix. It really is. And and also the we had some other surprises. Well, PJ Care. You look at PJ Care and you say there's no earthly reason why they would need to sponsor anything, but they see themselves as being leaders, and as a result of being leaders, they want to pass on some of what they know and what they've learned about to make sure that um, that others can benefit from it, which I think is brilliant. Yes, to get an award winner to come back as a sponsor is, yeah. uh, is quite yeah, a coup. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's really exciting. So um, what, of, what of next year then? Because this has gone very well. The numbers are up, the, yeah, the, the awards are up, are up all, all the rest yeah. of it. Um, uh, different venue next year? Yeah, we, we unfortunately... I think the the, uh, um, the here Excel um, have got a already got a booking for 2020, which means we've no longer got access to the Platinum Suite, which is fair enough. And I think it's it's a it's a big company that's that's booked the space and all the and has booked it for some considerable time. So we've we've got to move out of Excel again. Um, and actually, we're thinking of going back to our roots. We're going back to the Royal the Royal Garden Hotel in Kensington, and we're pit- we're going to position it on May the 15th, Friday, May the 15th, in 2020, which will give us slightly more flexibility than an exhibition venue ever can. It also gives us phenomenal food, as you know. A slightly more relaxed after-show environment as well. Back at the Royal Garden, people can stay in the one environment mm. and, and really enjoy it. And as far as the categories go in the awards, how are they developing now of three years on? We refine them every year. We introduce three new categories this year, which I suspect will stay for next year, and we will get um, a bigger body of entries for those for those new ones. I, I'm I'm really keen that the awards shouldn't just be about um, looking after older citizens, but should also be looking after youngsters who need it, um, and also special needs. But we we will look at the categories again, and actually this is a good um, uh, vehicle, if you like, an opportunity for me to say we, we welcome suggestions for categories. So if anyone's out there who feels that we're missing a trick with any of our care home categories or even the supplier categories, although we try and be as we try and cover everything we can with the, the supplier categories, um, let us know. But we will be reviewing them over the next month. So if anyone's got suggestions, get them in as soon as possible. Because the work for 2020 starts now. It does. We launch again and i think it's october the first so yeah the mill wheels grind on yes <laughs> yes um but you know having said that you know we've had people already talking to us about um entry for next year which i'm excited about and i think it bodes well for the future our numbers are going to be limited next year to about 360 so anybody wants to book a table <laughs> get in quick because they'll be going like hot cakes i suspect follow us on twitter at care home manage that's at care home manage Well, thank you, Alan, for doing those interviews. It's really interesting to hear from Matthew plans to move the awards next year back to its original home. Uh, do you think that's a good idea? I think that's fine. I mean, obviously, uh, venues are different in all sorts of different ways. Uh, the Royal Garden was uh, where we held the very first one, and that was successful. There's lots of room there. The food is very good, as, <laughs> as Matthew says. So I'm sure it'll, it'll work fine. Good, but food's obviously a key, <laughs> a key, a key thing. Um, and, uh, Alan, if people want to find out more about the awards, get the, hear the winners, and also, I suppose, find out how they can enter next year indeed um, the awards for 2020 will be officially launched on the 1st of October so look out for that and all the details on that and indeed all the uh, winners from this year can be found at carehomeawards.com and of course always on the magazine website uh, chmonline.com 
www.care.uk. Great. Well, thank you for going along. Uh, and that's it for our special Care Home Awards podcast sponsored by myaco.com. Learning and employee engagement made easy. Uh, there isn't a uh, podcast in August. We're taking a summer break. So uh, we'll be back in September. Uh, so keep looking out for that. And don't forget, uh, for regular Care Home news, please visit chmonline.co.uk. We'll speak to you soon. Thank you.